Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. God, we believe. My God, come on, y'all. Thank you, 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 thank you. My shield, Roko, no, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. We believe. My God. Yeah, and wonders are still what you do. Oh, God, for you come and do what you do. Here for you come and do what you do. Set our hearts on you. Come and do what you do. We need a move. My God. We need a move. Hey, baby. My God. We need a move. That just made my morning, Andrea. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Mm-mm-mm-mm. We worship you. 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 Still what you do. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, Meredith, love you. Hey, Jackie, love you. Hey, Kim Yarley, love you. Hey, Nia, love you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Do what you do. Are you come and do what you do. Need a move. Hey, sis. We need a move. We need a move. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miracles happen when you move. Thank you, 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 miracles happen when you move, my, 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 miracles happen when you move, love you, love you guys so much, miracles happen when you Thank you, 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 thank you. Miracles happen when you move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Miracles happen when you move. My God, my God. Good morning. Good morning. This is a move. We thank you, Lord. This is a move. Thank you, 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 thank let us walk in your glory. Demonstrate your power here today, my God. This is a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
This is a Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you can, will you just lift your hands and worship him? My God, we thank you. My God, we bless you. My God, we surrender to you today. My God, my God, we glorify you. We need a move. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is a move. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Have your way in my life. Have your way in this ministry. Have your way on this devotional. Have your way on Facebook. Have your way on Instagram. Have your way on YouTube. Have your way in my son's life. Have your way in my daughter's life. Have you way, your way in my marriage. <laughs> and it ain't even happened yet. My God. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way in the White House. Have your way in the Department of Education. Have your way in New York and have your way in California and have your way in D.C. and have your way in New Jersey and have your way in Texas and have your way in New Orleans. Have your way in Los Angeles. My God, have your way in Fontana. Have your way, have your way in Ritman, Ohio. Have your way, have your way in Little Rock, Arkansas. Have your way, have your way in Dallas, Texas. Have your way, have your way in Africa. Have your way, have your way in Japan. Have your way in Germany. Have your way, have your way, have your way. Have your way, have your way, have your way this morning. Have your way in Magnolia. Have your way in Magnolia. My God, have your way in Monticello, Lord God. Have your way in Dumas, Lord God. Have your way in Pine Bluff, Lord God. Have your way in Conway, Lord God. Have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way. Have your way. If any of you are friends with Connie Franklin, make sure y'all tag her in this morning's devotional. Have your way. Have your way in Benton. Have your way in Bryant. My God, have your way in Southwest Little Rock. Have your way in my mail this morning, Lord God. Have your way in downtown Little Rock. Have your way in North Little Rock. Have your way in Sherwood, Lord God. I thank you. 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 Have your way in Illinois, Father God. I cover my sister Kimberly Cersei in the blood of Jesus right now. Have your way in Illinois. Have your way in Flint, Michigan. My God, have your way in Second Chance Church. Have your way in Philadelphia. Have your way in Harlem, New York. Have your way in Brooklyn, New York. My God, my God. It's, 
Can you drop your city? It's not enough. We want to get specific. We want to get detailed. That's it, Patsy. Have your way in Bradley, Arkansas. My God. See, you have a territory that you're assigned to. My God. You have a territory that you're assigned to. When you're positioned in a city, when you're positioned in a state, that's your city. That's your territory. My God. That's the place. My God. When God positions you in a home in a particular area, that's your territory. So we're going to stand for our territory. Yeah, have your way in Jacksonville, Arkansas. Have your way in the Bronx, New York. Have your way, 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 have your way in Chicago. Yeah, have your way in Magnolia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have your way in San Antonio, Texas. My God, have your way in Whitehall. Have your way in North Philly. Have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way in Alabama. Have your way, have your way in D.C. Have your way in Chicago, Lord. Have your way in Fredericksburg, Virginia, Lord. Have your way in Riverhead, New York, Lord God. Have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, Father God. You ought to start taking authority over your city. Don't write. I don't want you to type your city. I mean your address. I don't want you to type your address, but call your address out. Have your way in Fort Worth, Texas. Have your way in DeSoto, Texas. Have your way in Jacksonville, Florida. Have your way in Atlanta, Georgia. My God, you ought to just begin to take authority over your drive, over your street in the name of Jesus. Have your way over your street address. My God, wherever you got your feet planted right now, my God, have your way, have your way, have your way, have your way, Father God. This is a move. And when we say have your way, what we're really praying is let your kingdom come and your will be done. Have your way in Riceville. Come on, y'all. Have your way, have your way, have your way. My God, have your way, have your way, have your way. Yeah, have your way in Sherwood. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way in Ripman, Ohio. Have your way, Lord God. Have your way, Lord Lord God, we plead the blood of Jesus over these cities. We plead the blood of Jesus over these states. We plead the blood of Jesus over this nation. We plead the blood of Jesus over this world. We stand, Father God, to together this morning, united in fellowship for righteousness, for justice, Lord God. My God, have your way in our life. My God, have your way in our marriages. My God, have your way in your relationship with our children. My God, I want to stand for fathers today. I want to stand for men today. Father God, we thank you. My God, we thank you. My God, we thank you. We stand for the men today. Not just the men in our households, but the men in our bloodline. Oh my God. We take a stand today, Father God. First of all, Lord God, we repent, Father God. If there is any ought, if there is anything that we've had against our men, Father God, we repent for calling our men useless. We repent, Father God, um, for beating down on our men with our mouth, Lord God. We, we repent, Father God, for blaming our men, Father God, for we know we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we, we've been wrestling against principalities, strongholds, demonic forces that have been coming against our men. So we repent, Father God, we repent, Father God, for the bloodline and generational curses and things that have been happening in our family. And we stand this morning, Lord God, as gatekeepers. We stand this morning, Lord God, as watchmen. We stand this morning, Lord God, for our men, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for men with tender responsive hearts towards you. We thank you, Father God, that you are pulling them away from their idols right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you are raising up godly men and you are raising up 
fathers. Father God, we thank you, Father God, for giving them eyes to see, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for giving them ears to hear, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for putting laborers in their paths, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, for opening doors, Lord God, over their lives, Lord God, that no man can shut, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that they are seated in heavenly places and they operate in the mind of Christ, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that they are full of their purpose and they know who they are in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that they're coming to call you by name, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that they're being saturated in your presence, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you're pulling them out of ungodly places. We thank you, Father God, that you're pulling them out of ungodly relationships, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that they're learning to cast their cares on you because you care for them, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that this is your move. This is a move. This is a move. This is a move. We cancel the assignment against our men right now in the name of Jesus. We drive out every force of darkness in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for sovereignty. We thank Father God that health is their reasonable portion. We speak life over our men. We speak life over our sons. We speak life over our fathers. We speak life over our brothers. Father God, we forgive our men right now in the name of Jesus for any misuse, any abuse. We forgive, we forgive our exes. We forgive our baby daddies. We forgive those that inappropriately touched us. We forgive them and we release them right now. Now, Father God, we thank you that you heal them, that you heal our land, that they come to know Jesus Christ. We thank you, Holy Spirit and ministering angels, that you are speaking to them right now. We drive out effeminate spirit. We drive out contention. We drive out sexual morality. We drive out haughtiness. We drive out pride. We drive out complacency. Father God, we just decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus, our men will operate in monogamous relationship, that they will honor your women of God, that they will not misuse or abuse your women of God, that they will learn to put family first, Lord God, that your men, that our men, the men that you created will learn to seek your face right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for our men rising up. I, we thank you, Father God, that our men are being susceptible uh, and open to you only. My God, we thank you, Father God, if they are involved in anything ungodly, Lord God, that you are removing them from those circumstances and those situations. We thank you, Father God, for holiness. We thank you for holiness, Lord God. We thank you for men that love you that gravitate towards you. We thank you for giving them healthy relationships, Father God. Other men of God, men of valor, men of valor. We thank you, Father God. This is for our sons. This is for our fathers. This is for our brothers, Lord God. My God, we drive out every wicked device right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that you are healing uh, their broken hearts, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that you are the repairer of the breach in their lives, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we operate in another level of peace, Father God, and we operate in patience, Lord God, my God, and we deal with the principality and not the man itself, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are building them up in the word and that they see themselves, Father God, as as you see them, Lord God, give them eagle eye vision, Lord God, give them eagle eye vision. We thank you, Father God, that you're raising up intercessors, my God, amongst men, Lord God. We thank you, you're raising up mentors and coaches, Lord God amongst men, Father God, and even for our sons that are fatherless, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that you are putting mentors and the right men in place, Lord God, a man that can teach them how to be manly. We thank you, Father God. 
We lift up the name of Jesus. 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 We thank you, Father God, that you are washing them in the blood and that you are setting the captive free right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you for holiness. We thank you, Father God, that you, anything that is in their eye gate that does not line up with you, Lord God, that you are removing that out of their life. You're removing pornography, Lord God. We drive out the spirit of lust right now in the name of Jesus, my God. And we thank you for holy men and godly men and fathers being raised up right now, Father God. We just stand in the gap for our men today. We thank you, Father God, for men who um, desire to get married today, Lord God, and fear and broken hearts will not confuse them any longer. We thank you, Father God, for the manifestation of husbands today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Arise, men, arise. We thank you, Lord God. We will see victory today in Jesus' name. Let me share with you a dream that I had, and I want to emphasize the importance of how we pray. I want to emphasize um, that we are setting order this morning for our men and how important it is we as women pray. So one, you need to remember when you start talking about men that you're also talking about your sons. Right? I'm just going to be real with you. Remember that when you're talking about men, you're also talking about your sons. So when we take a certain attitude or a stance towards a man, those, those things that we are speaking out of our mouths, we're also speaking that over the next generation. Okay, I'm mad they father made you upset. I remember at the I was sitting at the table one morning. This is a couple years ago, maybe. I think because Judah had to be nine and he's 11 now. And at that time, I was kind of dating. And somebody had did something. And I said, boy, men are something else. That's all I said. I said, men are something else. And uh, Judah looked up over at me and he said, Mother, when you speak on men, you're talking about me. And I said, what? He said, I said, you still a little boy. He said, no, Mama, I'm a man. I just haven't come into my manhood yet. So anytime you speak on men, Mother, you're speaking on me. I'm not, I'm still a man. I was born a man, mother. I'm just not developing all into my manhood yet. And he, when he gave me that, it corrected me. Like it corrected me. And I had to repent. And I said, Lord, I'm sorry. And he gave me revelation of what I was doing. So I had to curse those words. I had to pluck those words up. I had to begin to recognize how important our men are, how um, the enemy has lied to us so long to make us think we as women could do life without men. Um, some of us have been successful, but the men still need to be in place. Our men folk need to be in place, but the assignment of the enemy because of a bad relationship or abusive fathers, our brothers that have been inappropriate, uh, it drives a wedge, a wedge between us and them. And then we will not be in proper position. And whether you know it or not, men folk, <laughs> I'm using that on Southern y'all, men folk um, are made a little different than us. And so we have to begin to understand the need of the man. We have to begin to understand how the man is designed. And can I tell you something? Understanding how men are designed, for my fellas that are on there, good morning. Understanding how men design and how men work is not excuse. That's not an excuse for us. That's, that's, not, an, that's, that's not saying we are not important. That's not what I'm saying. But if there has been, think, there's been an assault on our families through our men, then we as women have got to get in position to cover them in prayer. We as women have got to get into position to love on them. We have got to get in position uh, and to understand them. We cannot continue this generational cycle of brokenness where we continue to dog out our men. When we talk about men, we're talking about our sons. Now, let me share with you this dream I had. I had a dream. And in my dream, there was a man 
who looked like he was um, a police officer or a man of importance, right? He looked like he was a police officer. He looked like he was a man of importance. But what he was doing was he was in an all-out assault on our men. He was in. A, he was moving behind the scenes. He was move maneuvering behind the scenes. He was assaulting our men like he was being divisive, right? And then it was like it was a brood or a legion of them that were in an all-out assault and an all-out attack on our men. This is what I'm watching in my dream. And when I woke up, I knew that God was calling me to just, you need to intercede for your man. We need to start speaking different. We need to start um, speaking um, restoration over them. We need to start building them up. We need to remember how important our men are to our communities. We need to remember how important... Um, <laughs> Our men are to our families. So reminding ourselves that every time we speak against a man or we start assaulting men, that we are also speaking against our sons. And so if we as mothers, especially those of us who have sons, become tender and responsive to what the word of God says about our men, right? Like our men, then we will begin to usher in the presence of the Lord and we will begin to stand for our men. In this dream, they were under attack. They were under assault and it was very divisive and it was important men that were involved in this. And so it is our assignment to encourage them. It is our assignment to lift them up. It is our assignment um, to pray for them. God, this word, word, God's word is filled with men, um, passionate men who have sought after God with their own heart, their mind and their soul. And so it is, it, it, we have to be intentional in covering our men and declaring restoration and standing for family. I need to say this to my sisters and I'm just real, real. You can never take a man's place I just need to be real, real. I'm okay with you being independent. I'm okay with you having your own businesses. But God did not create you to be a man. As a matter of fact, go over to Genesis. He said, I made male and female. I made them in the image of me, but I made both male and I made both female. That's what he says in Genesis. So if he made both male and he made both female, then both have to be important. Both have to be significant. And so we have to understand the significance of our men and go back to this is a this this is a foundational. Can I tell I could teach so much on this, especially and I guess because I have five sons, right? And I've been married before and I understand the assignment of the enemy on our family. I understand the assignment of enemy on our culture, especially specific cultures to attack the man to make them think that they're not enough, um, to make them think that they'll never have been enough. And it is our job as women when we are spiritually aware and awakened to the fact that there is an assignment on our communities, that there is an assignment on our men folks for us to get in position, not for us to abuse them with our mouths. That's why I wanted us to repent first. Father God, please forgive us for the things that we've spoken over our men, the things that we've spoken over culture, for losing hope in our men and not fighting from a place of victory. We haven't been fighting from a place of victory. And I'm not saying men haven't doing it, done anything. That's not what I'm saying. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying um, they haven't done anything. What I'm saying is, what we need to do is begin to intercede for the things that have gone wrong. When I saw the dream of the assault, um, it was significant when I saw the dream. So when we are praying, we're asking God to restore them. We're asking God to heal them. We're asking God to bring them into the fullness of who we are. It makes no sense for us to pray for like our sons, our daughters, our health and all this other stuff. And then bitterness, come on y'all, right? Bitterness is standing in the way of us, of us, healing our communities and making sure our men for men our men, men go through things too men go through th things too men just do not 
um, respond. Men don't respond emotionally. They don't talk as much as we do. And so because they don't talk as much as we do, and I don't even know why I went in this direction this morning, Lord. <laughs> what They don't talk um, as much as we do. It is our job and our assignment as intercessors to start standing in the gap. So can I give you this? So that I can help you. Remember, we're learning how to pray. Remember, we're learning how to submit to God. So significantly, you need to, not a warning, understand how unforgiveness hinders your prayers. Woo! Woo! So if we have unforgiveness towards um, our menfolk, can I just give you this? Come on, Holy Spirit. <laughs> if we have unforgiveness towards our men people if we have un unforgiveness towards them then the prayers of the righteous availeth much the scripture can you find the scripture just the scripture says bitter and sweet waters can't run out the same mouth can i just be real this morning bitter and sweet waters cannot run out the same mouth like you can't be bitter and sweet in the same standing and so it is our job as women. I'm going to tell you this, not just for your sons, for our communities to get restored. If we recognize that there's a problem, if there's a regard, then we're going to have to go and deal with this forgiveness. Mark 11, unforgiveness. Mark 11 and 25 says, and when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them so that your father in heaven may forgive you. You cannot stand holding anything against anyone and expecting your prayers to be answered. It does not work that like that. Unforgiveness cancels the assignment out. So let me help you for your marriage. Let me help you for your marriage. If you are holding any unforgiveness in your heart towards your husband, if you are holding any unforgiveness and at the same time you are praying for your marriage, right? Lord, restore my marriage. But you have not released from him his sins. You're still nursing it. You're still rehearsing it. You still and and when when there's a breach, uh, I understand that when there's a breach, when something has happened, trust has to be restored. But forgiveness has to be real. If you're holding unforgiveness against your ex-husband, but still praying and asking God for a marriage, there is something in the middle of that that's hindering that. So. You need to make sure that without a doubt, that without a doubt, that we're dealing with the unforgiveness in our heart. Unconfessed sin can hinder prayers and also, and unforgiveness is actually a sin because he's told us when Peter, when he asked Peter, he said, how many times said we should forgive him? And Peter said, 70 times seven. God was not giving unforgiveness as an option. Forgiveness is what you're supposed to do to restore because you need forgiveness yourself. You need forgiveness yourself. And so this morning, if we're going to stand for righteousness and stand for men and stand for our community, we're going to for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I'm ready for restoration in our homes. Come on, loud. come on, come on. Can we just go there this morning? I'm ready for restoration in our homes. I'm ready for restoration in our communities. I'm ready for restoration in our sons. I'm ready for our sons to grow up and to be godly and to be godly men. Well, if they, they need some examples, they need some men in place. They need us to be in interception for them. They need us to be they need for us to be in position for them. And so we have to make the decision that we're going to release them today, that we're not going to accept what society has said as truth, that we're going to um, uh, release any unforgiveness in our heart. We're going to release any images that we have of men. We're going to release this morning anything that we have towards our husbands. We're going to release it. Come on, Holy Spirit. You work this thing. We're going to release this morning anything that we've even held against our sons. We're going to release all of that. We're going to let the Holy Spirit do the greater work in us so that we can see 
our men and our marriages healed. Galatians 5 and 6. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but faith which worketh by love. <laughs> faith which works by So the faith for your sons, the faith for your marriage, come on, Holy Spirit, heal this morning. The faith for your relationship is only going to work by love. Well, I can't have unforgiveness towards you and properly love you. Oh, my God. My God. My God. Faith don't work without love and love forgives. My God. Can't I just being real? You hunger. And casting out demons. And I'm binding in my marriage. And I'm taking authority over my sons. But faith do, does not work without love. It will not work without love. And love forgives. Let's, these are just foundational principles. Let's just come on. Come on. I, don't, I, I had no intention in going this way this morning. My God. Faith without love. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8. Let's go back over. I'm going to read it to you in the Message Bible so that we can let it penetrate our hearts. Say that this morning. You might need to type that this morning. You might need to work that in your notes this morning and say to yourself this morning, Oh my gosh, faith works through love. My God. And love forgives. Love forgives. I have got to make a decision to forgive him. My God, I've got to make a decision to release him. I've got to make a decision that I'm not going to hold him hostage because it's time for my marriage to be restored. It's time for my sons to be restored. It's time for our city to be restored. It's time for us to get in a place and a position in which we honor our men and not dishonor our men. So 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8, I'm going to read it to you at the Message Bible. It says, if I give everything I own to the poor, hear me. Come on now, faith working by love, faith working by love and love forgives. If I give everything that I have to the poor and even go to the state to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, comma, and love forgives. We're going to get that this morning. I feel the release. I feel the release. I feel the release. If I give everything I owe to the poor and even go to the state to be burned as a martyr, but I don't love, I've gotten absolutely nowhere. I've gotten absolutely Lord, you know, I don't care how much I'm serving in my church. I don't care how much I'm doing. I don't care how many posts I'm making. If I ain't, if I ain't forgiving, I ain't loving. Oh, my God. Can I tell you something? Something is at stake here. Do you know what is at stake here? It's the kingdom. There's a gap in the kingdom when our men in, aren't in place. My God, there's a gap in the kingdom. There's a gap in the kingdom. So there's a space there, right? And and the Lord covers. But when we're when, when our men are not in place, there's a gap in the place. Dolly says something important. You're so right, Jen. You come on now. And you're not. Can I say this? If you're waiting on an apology. From somebody who may not even know that this is what they're doing. Go back because it could be generational. Go back because it could be something inside of them that they don't even recognize they're doing. Go back over to Ephesians. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle against principalities. The assignment has been on us to not walk in love. Let me go back over here. It says, I've got no word. So no matter what I say, what I believe, and what I do, I'm bankrupt without love. And love forgives. And love forgives. Love never gives up. Love cares for, more, for others more than itself. Love does not want what it doesn't have. Love doesn't strut. Doesn't have a swelled head. Love does not force itself on others. Come on, y'all. It does not force itself on others. I'm not going to force you to believe. It isn't always me first. Love isn't always me first. Love doesn't fly off the handle. Love doesn't keep score of the sins of others. If um, Can I tell you something? Can I, tell, can I show you how you... Can I give you just a cue? Of how you may be walking in unforgiveness. If at the moment the person makes you mad. If at the moment the person makes you mad. 
and everything that they ever did to you begins to bubble and come back up that is still in your heart if you getting ready to charge them for something they did in 1992 that means there is something in you that if you get ready to take them back to a place of pain if you get ready to go back to a place of sin there is a sign that there are some things in you that you have not dealt with and that you are not walking in forgiveness because true love is not keeping records keeping score well you did if they come front to you and say to you baby you offended me and you come back and say well you offended me on july 6 at 208 when we was at your mama's house and you told me i shouldn't have chose those shoes when you go back to those moments and places of pain you are not walking in forgiveness that's coming up that's a retaliation when we got kind of a retaliation spirit it's because we are not truly walking in love it says love does not revel when others grovel right so when something happens to the person we ain't like oh that's what you get when we get it when we have a that's what you get mentality we have not forgiven oh my god we have not, we're just gonna keep it all the way real this morning. When we have a that's what, touch, even when we go to the touch not thy not see, the words say touch not, touch not, see, you shouldn't have bothered me. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have messed with me. We still are not operating in forgiveness. My God takes pleasure in the flowering of truth, puts up with anything, trust God always, always looks for the best, never looks back. But keeps going to an end. I want to say something to you. And I'm being so serious with this. Especially for those of you that are positioned in a place of marriage. Even if you feel like yours wasn't a covenant marriage. Even if you feel like you just made a decision on your own. There's nothing that God can't do through the covenant of marriage. So God, if it, if it was happened, if marriage occurred, even if it's in a very strange place, God has the, the capacity to heal your marriage. As a matter of fact, the scripture says you'll really win over his heart, right? By leading by example, by operating in love. Just find that scripture for me. So you'll really lead over his heart by operating in love. Same thing for your sons. If God gave you sons to raise, right? If God gave you sons to 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 love if god gave you sons i'm a boy mom i want a daughter but i'm a boy like i'm a boy mom and so if god gave you sons to raise right there's that's a specific care package for you to love and there takes a certain responsibility of us of how we have to handle our sons how we have to handle our men i don't care how tough that you think they are they still have to be handled from a certain place they still have to, and i don't like using the word handle because handle can turn into manipulation they can they still have to be treated with a certain dignity a certain respect even with my sons i have noticed every son of mine by the time they turn 13 they got a certain manliness about them and so i have had to adjust how I speak to them. It's not that I'm not authoritative. It's not that I'm their mother. It's just I had to begin to understand how to honor the man in them, right? As first Peter three and one, wives the same way submit to your your husbands, or the way the same way submit yourselves to your husbands, right? Learning how to talk to him. Learning well when I talk a certain way to my sons, when I talk a certain way to my husbands, there's probably some kind of unforgiveness. The eighth verse says, "Love never dies." Right? Inspired speech will be over someday. Praying in tongues will end. Understanding will reach its limit. We know only a portion of the truth and what we say about God is always incomplete. But when the complete rise, our incompletes will be canceled. When I was an infant at my mother's breast, I gurgled and cooled like an infant. When I grew up, I left those infant ways for good. We don't see things clearly. We're squinting in a fog, peering through a mist. But it won't be long before the weather clears. So we have to ask God to give us eyes to see. It is time for us as women to stand up and be the difference makers. 
Man, it's just time for us as women. We can't be doing all this prevailing. Come on now. We can't be doing all this praying. We can't be doing all this serving. We can't be doing all this other stuff. And we don't know how to properly treat our men, folk. Or we don't know how to properly put, put ourselves in a position and a place in which we're operating truly as the women of God called us to be walking in forgiveness in a continuous state of forgiveness and speaking words that heal our men folk instead of speaking words that tear them down and build them so father god we thank you for your word this morning holy spirit i don't know why you went in this direction with the acceptance that i know you desire to heal our land so we take complete responsibility over the words of our mouth holy spirit do a greater work in us to speak life instead of death my God, <laughs> Father God, you said in your word in Matthew that by every word will be acquitted and by every word will be a condemned. So today we choose to speak life, to honor our men, to restore our men, my God, to pray for our men, to intercede for our men, to build our sons up, Lord God, to teach our daughters how to revere and to respect our men. Lord, restore. Store respect and honor in our relationships with our men in Jesus name amen restore respect and honor if you've been disrespectful if you've been dishonorable repent in your own household and restore honor and do me a favor don't spend so much time well you don't know all he did with for me can I tell you something if you spend time doing the right thing I promise it'll chip away at the wrong thing. Woo! If you spend time doing the right thing, if you spend time in position as your son's intercessors, as your uncle's intercessors, as your father's intercessors, as your pastor's intercessor, if you stand in the gap for them and you, and you speak good things over them, I promise you without a doubt that what will begin to happen is the good things will begin to chip away at the negative things. We may not see it all at one time but we will see it and we as a community of believers if we stand strong in faith right if we stand strong in faith I promise you we'll see the hand of God like never before I want to give you this one more time before we leave because I think this was the most significant thing we said today Galatians 5 and 6 but faith working through love and love forgives if I love you I forgive you and then I release you and then I, and I, can I tell you something? Forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a spiritual thing. I make a decision that I'm going to forgive you and I'm going to release you. And then I'm going to ask the Lord what to do with the relationship next. And then I'm going to restore you. And if I'm married to you, I got to restore you. Or if God has given me a way of escape or we wind up in divorce or something else, I still got to forgive you and release you. I still got to, it's time for our communities to be healed. Lord, I thank you for healing our communities. I thank you for healing our men folk. I thank you, Father God, for resurrecting every dry and dead marriage and relationship. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Father God, that every wife represented here is submitting to you and submitting to her husband. I thank you, Father God, every wife represented here is honoring her husband. I thank you, Father God, every wife and potential wife represented here is seeking the kingdom first. Seeking the kingdom first and not putting the responsibility and weight on our husband to be our gods. They were not created to be our gods. My God, as a matter of fact, when they get to heaven, they'll be our brothers in Christ. Give us a revelation. We thank you, Father God, for healing our relationships, the broken and torn relationships, Father God, that have existed so long in our communities, in our state in our nation, in our world, in Jesus' name, amen. I feel better about that, right? I feel better about that. I am grateful to God for that this morning. That needs to take place. It's time for our communities to rise up. Oh, my God. It's so much I want to teach on families. It's so much I want to teach you. Two things. My God, it's the weekend, baby. <laughs> it's the weekend, baby. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Um. If devotional, 12 noon, will be on if. Be there. It's only 30 minutes. Take your lunch break. Set your alarm. It's in our special group, Coffee and Conversations Daily Devotional on Facebook. I'll see you there. Um, um, 
Second thing, if the Lord speaks to your heart and tells you to partner with this ministry, go over to the website, click the donate button, and give there. Or cash app us, dollar sign LMJ Ministries. I promise you, you're planting into good ground. You can find all the ways that I serve, that we serve in our community. Second, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your moment. This is your hour for you to make the decision to make Jesus Christ. Can I tell you, this is where the healing begins. Woo! When you accept Jesus is where the healing begins. It's where the healing begins. So if you've not accepted Jesus Christ or you're unsure if you're saved, this is, thank you for saying that, Paula. This is where the healing begins. Somebody tag Selena in the Coffee and Conversations Daily Devotional Group. Um, this is where the healing begins. This is where you're going to start. I was a hot mess until I came into contact, until Jesus came into my life. I was a hot mess, doing all kinds of mess, justifying all kinds of mess, rude, brutal, bitter, using my mouth as a weapon. And Jesus came into my life and changed my life. So if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, repeat after me. Dear Jesus, whew, I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you the best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. And Romans 10 and 13 says, there's nothing you have done that he will cast you out. There's nothing you have done that he will cast you out. <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. I love y'all. I love you so much. More than anything, God loves you. He is restoring you. He is restoring your health. He is restoring your family. God is for you. And if God is for you, there is nothing or no one that can be against you. I promise there is not. I speak restoration over you. I decree and declare over your day that this will be the best day yet. Let me speak the priestly blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. See y'all back. See y'all see some of y'all at 12. I'll see the rest of y'all back Monday morning, 5 a.m. Tag somebody. Bring somebody in. My God, God is doing an amazing thing through this ministry, through this morning devotion. I love y'all so much. Big hugs. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.